What up? What up? Ooh, what up, though? What's going on, man? Welcome to the almost midnight hour. <laughs> Just change the name of the pod at this point. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with a drink of the day. Ooh, you know, man, you know, Sean rolling out the thotties. It's been a while. He's coming, he coming back with the thotties. It's the winterized thotties. It's thottie. the winterized thotties. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. This one is uh, 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 the cranberry orange whiskey sour. Uh, that's a mouthful, but it is fire. Super good. Um, it's a half ounce of cranberry juice, four ounces of whiskey, which, by the way, this is batch. This makes two servings or so batch making it. So the the uh, ingredients are going to be a little more than usual. Yeah, so um, that's actually that's actually a, a quarter. I think it's like a half a cup. And oh, it is a cup. cup. You're right. Yeah, half yeah, a yeah. cup of orange juice, four ounces of whiskey, quarter cup of freshly squeezed orange juice. So Sean was in here literally squeezing oranges, making juice. <laughs> uh, one ju- uh, uh, the juice of one lime, so one whole lime. Yep. You had to make for that. And then four ounces of ginger beer. Uh, you're going to build most of this in the shaker. So with ice, you're going to add the juice, the whiskey, the all the juices. So the orange juice, the lime juice, the cranberry juice. You're going to shake it all up real nice, pour it in the rocks glass, top off with the ginger beer, add a nice little orange garnish to it. Sean got the pretty twist going on in there. I you struggle know it, you with know that it. one sometimes, man. You got, you got that one in there. Good. <laughs> and it's good, man. And you had that hit that nice sour taste because yep. initially I wasn't sure if it was intentional when you did right, it. I was right. like, oh, it has that. That like sour, I, and I love whiskey sour, so it was banging. And I never really would have thought to add it with cranberry juice, but you didn't do cranberry juice. I did it straight cran- up. You did the cranberry cran- pomegranate. pomegranate. Yeah, so we switched it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, re- the recipe actually called for simple syrup, and I was like, I was like, you know what? If I do the the like the ocean spray yeah. cranberry pomegranate, that's already sweet. Um, then you don't need the simple syrup. Uh, yeah, you don't at all. Because I feel like it's the right amount of sweet. We hit it with a little bit of extra bourbon whenever it, it was tasting. Absolutely. <laughs> when it was tasting too sweet-ish. Yeah, but it's fire, man. So try that out, man. The cranberry orange whiskey sour uh, is delicious, man. Yeah, it's a, I say it's a good it's a good winter drink. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let me hit you off my comfort for another week. Um, I don't even know who I'm giving this to, bro. No. Um, there's a story this week. I'm going to just go into the story. I don't know okay. who's going to get it. Um, but this definitely impactful probably on um, to several people's lives, maybe even to uh, the judicial system in North Carolina. So there was a man that was freed um, after being wrongly convicted of rape. He served 44, over 44 years in prison. The guy's name is Ronnie Long in North Carolina. He was a black man um, convicted of raping a white woman in the 70s. Um, he was, it was an, there was an all white jury and, um, there was evidence that, so, so, so like the, the police officers lied. Yo, this is going to sound fucked up, but I truly mean this. Were you allowed to be a juror, uh, uh, back then in South Carolina, if you weren't white? Oh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, uh, North Carolina. I, 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 I would assume so. And at some point in time, I'm almost positive. We, we probably didn't have. Like integrated, like if you didn't have integrated schools, I'm almost positive we weren't gonna have integrated juries. But there was integrated schools in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe this isn't that long ago. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not that long ago, bro. And so there was uh, the, the the it came out like like the the police officers that were involved lied, um, and then they suppressed evidence. And some of the suppressed evidence included semen samples and fingerprints oh fuck so they had the evidence they had the evidence could have set him free back then correct oh fuck and but but i think it's one of those things and you see this shit sometimes in movies where where they go especially in in like i wouldn't say so much in the 70s but maybe back in like the you know the earlier 1900s um where they would have to blame somebody and they didn't know who the other person was and so they couldn't find that person and so whatever and it was almost like they needed to place blame on somebody yeah to, to appease whether to appease the whoever family right. or the victim or you know some political motivation yeah. or whatever yeah so so they had it and, and 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 you know over the years like this stuff this stuff came came to, to the forefront and in 2020 um he actually got released and when he when he initially got released um and actually this is in concord north carolina i don't even know where that's at but or, or i don't know where that where that city is um, 
But when he initially got it released, they awarded him $750,000 at 50K a year. Fuck you, bro. Okay. So then. What? So so they, they fought that. Um, they brought a civil suit against against the state. And um, he ended up getting that 750 increased to 3 million plus they won a, the, the civil suit for 22 million. So he ended up he ended up getting, he ends up getting twenty five million dollars all all in thirty percent back or forty percent. <laughs> yeah, that's why he got state government taxes and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, I'm so sick. Like, first off, twenty five million dollars for forty four years of your life is not enough fucking money. Um, no, to be and and, and they they kind of go, going through and 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 I mean, like sixty. Through. So how old is he now? Sixty. He's got to be. He's, he's in. I think he's sixty one or something like that. So, so you go, you're already towards the tail end of your life. Now, you, you know, grant, granted, the guy can live to 100, right? But normal Such human... quality of life is... Right. And normal human um, lifespan, at least here in the States, is between 70 and 80. Yeah. Well, is he in prison shape? Wait, man. I, I don't wait, know. We got we to gotta, we gotta do math for the prison shape. And then... <laughs> fuck, dude. No, but yeah, all kidding aside, dude. I, I 44... For over 44 years, bro. And, and and again and then you know talking about the things that that he missed in life like you know both his parents are gone dude i mean jails whatever the, the form of punishment or whatever we have to be there and do that is already probably shitty although you hear about people who get used to that way of life and all that it has to be extra torture if you know you if you know you it. didn't do it and you're doing that long and you know you have no way out ever that has to just fucking eat you alive yeah. every day bro like i feel like that is a worse almost like torture is thinking about that all the time bro just like you yeah like know. knowing like knowing you were nowhere you didn't near. do anything to earn that right it's easier to swallow if you know you fucked up yep but man so again i don't know who gets the carbon footprint in this case um you know i'm i'm glad they kind of i guess did what they could and, and obviously it was not without a fight dude everybody but, in this scenario gets it I like thinking about it. bro. The guy's life has been forever impacted, and like already the life he's lived and the life he will live moving forward. Yep. The judicial system there has to be impacted by that. You have to open up every case that everyone who's who was involved in this ever uh, 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 tried, convicted, whatever. Like you have to because you have to assume that if they did this for this guy, that how many would, how many others? Like so, then there's that part of it. There's obviously the the. And dude, the, the the South, and so this is in the seventies. Yeah, I moved to the South in eighty eight. Yeah, even in this area, this was a vastly different place in eighty eight than it is now. Yeah, yeah I moved here in two thousand, and I had some encounters where I was. Yeah, dude. Yeah, was, so, yeah. uh, and, and again, I didn't. I, I I don't. I wouldn't say you know this was not a place that I that you know I have. I did encounter some you know some racism and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't a lot, but it was also one of those places where you knew there were certain places you could go yeah. and certain places that you should stay away from. Bro, the first time, I think I've told this story on the pod before, I've, the first time I've ever experienced racism in my life, I thought that shit was in textbooks and, you know, was done, gone. Like I, was, I grew up in the Northeast, right? Like I didn't really, you heard about it. You didn't really experience it. Yep. And or and or maybe I was naive, right? I moved here in high school, but no, bro, you, it was uh, it just didn't exist. Just different, like bro. it was just yeah. something you heard about, but it just didn't exist. We had such a diverse group of friends and people mm-hmm. that we all sort of mingled with, and you didn't have that lingering historical, um, I guess, weight of it, right? Because we yep. grew up in an area that didn't really have slavery and didn't yeah. have, yeah. I, the, the first, I mean, I had not seen a rebel flag ever until you know only in tech yeah so, so there isn't TV. that heaviness that's carried forward and then and then you know the history and the and sort of the generations that carry that on or whatever like like i just didn't know anything about that until i moved here yep. and i remember having some experiences initially where they made me laugh like kind of chuckle like is this guy fucking for real like like i almost thought like this guy stepped out of a time machine like what is going on yeah. and then eventually and they, you figure for out real. that yeah they're for real and they mean that shit and it's just the way of life and it never really bothered me um, you know, certainly uncomfortable scenarios, but it did bother me when I had kids and I had experiences with racism because my kids were clearly mixed. Yep. And then to see them sort of get stuff, I think is when it really like 
I, I used to just think people were stupid and they would just like, you know, whatever, like I would kind of chuck it off or, you know me, I'm a smart mouth, so I, whatever. But then it, it, it bothered me, bothered me when you see like your kids go through it because it's like, well, wait, they're, they're a fucking toddler or, you know, baby yeah, or whatever. Bro. And it's just like, yeah, that was, I think that was, you know, one of those things where I'm like, fuck. And this would have been 2010, 11, 12. And you're just like, how is this still happening? Yeah, like, they, how are I, people still like this? I experienced that with, with, with my kids as well. Um, and I remember they were six. So it was like 10 years ago? Yeah. Dude, and, and not for nothing. Listen, Latinos, uh, there are racist Latinos out there, right? Like, oh, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm almost certain I've, I've had racist comments from people in my own family. And oh, I didn't like say. That. So this isn't yeah. to I didn't say it was white people. That yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah. For sure. This isn't uh, like to single out like a, a specific group. It's just like growing up in the Northeast, you just didn't see it much. And then as I got older and then there were experiences that I think I, I had with my own you know, like maybe family members, some of the older folks that you start to kind of like put two and two together, like over time where you're like, wait, that comment didn't sound endearing at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think you meant that shit. Like, it's like, yep. yeah, yeah. And, and Latinos can, are, are fucking ruthless too. Like, like the, so, uh, you know, everybody's capable of, of being racist, man. But uh, fuck, dude, back then you stood no shot in the South as a black man. And like you said, if they needed a scapegoat, man, you, that just... It's wrong place, wrong time, bro. Like, you know, I, I always wondered, like, reading, like, reading history books of why didn't you know, like, once once slavery became not a thing anymore, like, why didn't every black person? Maybe they couldn't. Why didn't every black person free or flee to like a northern state? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you said maybe like they could. Every like a hundred percent. Maybe they didn't know to. Maybe they couldn't. Yeah, maybe, maybe they could. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe you know, for for a lot of us, right? Sometimes sometimes you just go, "This is home." Yeah, this is all I know. Yeah, there's fear. There's oh, right. You know, there's the well. How do I know it's better up there? I'm just hearing it is. How do I know? True. You know, like uh, yeah, it's fuck, man. Dude, I watched that recently. I watched the uh, the Harriet Tubman story. Okay. Um, I think it was on Netflix. I th I think. Don't quote me on that. But um, it was interesting because. She actually, so she, you know, she escapes, right? And then she comes back for her husband. And like, like essentially, you come back for her family. And she comes back for her husband first. And because she was gone for a period of time, while she's gone, her husband was like, oh, yo, sorry. Like, I'm shacked up with so-and-so now. Like, we got a kid. Oh, but he's a slave. He isn't... Or a servant, or whatever they would call him. Like, I, yeah, no, no, I, no, I, I, mean I don't slave, remember. I, I think, I think he was kind of free. It was weird, man. It, and I don't, don't again. Watch, go, go to yourself. Watch, watch the movie. Um, I think he had a different circumstance than she did. However, like, like, like they were married, but they had to be married, like, like because she was a slave. Like she needed like permission to marry the guy. Uh, but but at any time, like the slave owner is gonna be like, ah, you know what? I don't like this. I don't like this relationship anymore. Like, go away. Tell the guy to go away. Uh, okay. And so so she escapes, you know, finds her freedom, finds like some freedom fighters in in the north, and then she's like, I'm going back to get my family. And then when she goes back, um, her husband is like, Oh, yo, I thought you were dead. Like, I shacked up with so and so. Yeah, I, I, yeah, right. And then, and then that's kind of her motivator to go like it's, it's it kind of like uh, it pisses her off, obviously. And then she's like, "Well, then fuck it, I'm just gonna free as many people as I can." So she just takes like bunches of people, fucking takes them up north, and then just keeps coming back. All that. So it's, it's just it's over. It's just, it was like a she, woman scorn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Set the slaves free, bro. <laughs> Damn. And she actually freed a bunch of people, but it was on that. It was almost like this. Well, fuck it. Almost like what I got to live for. Fuck, man. What kind of love makes you risk your life? You've already escaped this horrific situation, right? And 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 you're gone. You're home free. Yeah. What, dude? For that shit to come back, to come back, and then well, the, the right the the for her like like the love brought her back first, but then after that, it's yeah, almost yeah. like like I said, almost like a, like like a woman scorn. Yeah. And then, but then also the irrationality of, I mean, I, obviously I don't know the situation or like whatever, maybe they talked about it. She's like, yeah, I'll be back. And then I don't know how long she was gone for, but like at some point in time, you have to expect like people are going to move on. 
No, imagine she shows up with like a husband, with a new husband. Like, yo, I came to get you though. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't the, know. Fuck, man. The, the, but, but de- definitely, um, I, I think the movie's called Harriet, so definitely worth, worth watching. Man, what I don't even know, dude. If you're <laughs> no, now I got to put myself in this guy's shoes. If you're him, and you're in a shitty situation in the south, yep. And she rolls up, and you know she's about to take you back, and she's free. Do you just leave with her and then, you know, yeah, you're in a shitty situation. But I think that his situation was better. Wasn't as bad as, as like hers. You go inside and tell the new wife, like, yo, I'll be back in a minute. I gotta go pick up milk. <laughs> in, that, in New York. And that's how the infamous <laughs> I'll be back if I'm gonna go get milk and dads never show back up. <laughs> that's that's the origin story. <laughs> <laughs> My dad been getting milk since like 91. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to think something happened to him. <laughs> All right, bro. What you got? Dude, my carbon footprint this week, uh, and actually it kind of popped up today, is Nick Saban, man. Nick Saban, uh, head coach of Alabama Crimson Tide, announced his retirement. And it isn't uh, – so I'm giving it to him. Not Obviously, super successful uh, you know, from a sports perspective. Um you know, seven national titles, six with Alabama, one with LSU, um, countless like coach of the year awards, all that stuff. You know, he's got all the accolades, you know, first battle Hall of Famer, probably arguably the greatest college football coach of all time. Certainly the greatest college football coach of this generation. Um, but more so, man, I think when we're talking about impactful is I think about all the lives that he's impacted for of these young men. Like, you know, h- however, he's coached for 26 years or 36, something crazy like that. Or he's been a head coach. Um, you think is about he, how old is he? Is he is he like 70? 70, 71 or 72. Okay. So you think about how many teams he, he's had right during that time span with, you know, 100 kid rosters or whatever it is. You know, I, I know it's 52 typically in the NFL, but I think college it's more. Um, so whatever, let, let's average that out to like 70 kids a year or whatever that he has. Um, the A very small minority of this of those kids go in the NFL. Right. But those are obviously lives that he impacted as well. These kids are set up. Um, but then you just think about the rest of them and the, the 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 kids who got a college degree because Nick Saban recruited them the kids who became young men and maybe he was the father figure that they had um or even if he wasn't but just the lessons you learn being around someone that successful that um motivated that good at what they do that you, you know for a lot of these kids this was their sort of the only role model that they had that was you know i guess positive in a sense but then even for the ones that didn't, again, for him to, to, to mold these young men for a very important period in their life, man, I, I think I just think about how many, like literally hundreds, probably thousands of, 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 of kids oh, yeah. who then turn into men who then have families, who then have, you know, like, like kids with college degrees who went on to be able to do whatever and, and, and have impact themselves, whether it was through the NFL, whether it was, you know, whatever profession they chose to live on, whether it was how they chose to live their life, man, just you know, um, doing something positive with, with their own life, man. I, I think that you can't put as much as shit as we give college football as a business, you know, and I'll always say that it is a business first and foremost. And, you know, these kids are assets. And as much as we try to pretend like they're, you know, student athletes, quote unquote, like we know the truth. But I, I don't think you can discount, you know, the the impact that someone like him has, um, especially without much controversy. You know, you get a lot of these football coaches that things happen. And listen, I'm never the moral police, but no, but he's he's not he's not he's not in the club but, but he, rubbing you right. know rubbing himself on 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 college. <laughs> he's not Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but again, like to to just go sort of almost untainted, right? Like the worst thing we have on Nick Saban is that he left the Dolphins whatever midseason and chose to you know like right, right, it, right. It, they're all professional sort of knocks. There isn't a lot of personal character attack, and I'm sure he's done shit you know that we don't know about. And, you know, and, and being that high profile, right? Like to, yeah, to to keep your nose clean. Always a those. microscope on you, man. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, so I I think it, you know it's more of that obviously impacted college football, and uh, in a lot of ways the rules and everything that we have today, you know the way he dominated the sport, the way people recruited and all that. It was you know you almost had to recruit like how do you beat Alabama, right? Like uh, and then if you're anybody in the SEC, how do you do that? So on the football field, I mean I think the the accolades speak for themselves, but it was more of the lives I think that he impacted outside of that. Dude, there is nothing like being around. A really good leader. Yeah, greatness. And then, yeah, you know what I mean? And then, from his perspective, I would say there's nothing like being around younger people um, 
that you're having impact on their lives. Yeah. And 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 how that transcends not only your time together, right? But you know, seeing those seeing in this case, seeing those young men, and I will say women too, because there's there's women like on the staff, right? There's women on the staff, there's probably women coaches, um, uh trainer For trainers sure. yeah, or what, what have you, right? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um all of those people's lives get impacted. And then to see those players come back over the years and to see whether they had success in the NFL or they had success, um, you know, in just in their, in their professional lives that are not in the NFL. Um, it's the, it, there, there's something, there's something to almost like, mo- you know, molding young people into, into adulthood. Absolutely, man. And, um, yeah, man. So shout out Nick Saban for everything he's done. And um, dude, I also think we got to talk about uh, other people who molded uh, young people this week. Um, Jeffrey Epstein had another <laughs> list. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, this fucking story just gets better and better. Had the these other lists, which first off, I don't know what to fucking believe, but it's so entertaining that we have to go with it. Uh, the list comes out of everyone who's who's been on the oh not everyone, but people who've been on the island conversations, all that. Yeah, yeah. I have a tough time believing it because a lot of this shit is like notebooks that people write in. Like who the fuck? It'd be like Bill Clinton said X, you know, on someone's notebook. Oh, it's like yeah, how yeah, do yeah. you really know? That? Like I want to see tape anyway. Uh, it came out that uh, you know the visitors to the island through like some flight logs and stuff, uh, and one of them was um, Stephen Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> fucking, what the fuck was he doing? Uh, he was the theory of everything. <laughs> Yo, Stephen Hawking, bro, has Stephen Hawking had to have a hog on him, bro, because this this is the same guy who couldn't talk, was in a wheelchair, left his wife while he was in said state for the caretaker chick, the nurse. Like, how do you do that? How's that? Dude, you can't be charming as a robot. There's no fucking way, bro. And then he 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 had a thing for strip clubs, which we knew. So like, oh, I didn't know. know, I didn't oh, know yeah, yeah, bro, bro. What the best, bro? He he's a fucking moving lap dance machine. He just rolls up, and they just. <laughs> so Stephen Hawking was notorious they just for freaking. They ain't gotta worry about him touching them. Nope. He like he ain't gonna touch you. He's gonna, he could just and he loved it, and he always looked like he was drooling anyway. So, <laughs> so they were flattered. <laughs> what is uh fucking uh, Andrew Shaw say? He looks like a puddle. Yeah, he, he looks like a puddle. And fucking bro, he goes to Epstein Island allegedly. Uh, I guess we have to say that. I don't know. Can we get sued by the? I guess we can get sued by the estate. What but is it? Allegedly, well, he's on the list. He's on the list of the flight logs to Epstein Island. What the fuck is Stephen Hawking? Supposedly for educational, uh, whatever right, things. Right. I mean, whatever. Um, I mean, but. David Copperfield, yeah, the magician, bro, was on that shit. Yo, <laughs> dude, this, this, so listen, uh, all the, all the, 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 you know, the underage uh, girl stuff that that is is atrocious. Yeah, this guy, this guy Epstein, he's gotta be the best hang ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever, for this no, many ever, people, bro, ever. ever. <laughs> Ever for him to talk, he wouldn't have come into his island, bro. And hey, oh, he's man. got minus the whole underage he's got fucking, <laughs> dude, but he's got fucking presidents and fucking princes, and you know, you know the the world's most brilliant man ever. You know what I mean? It's just like he's yeah, got the fuck, the man. the roster of people that are flocking to this guy's island for whatever the fuck he has going on. Yeah. He's got to be the best fucking, like, he's got to be the best hang ever. The dude with, with money. Well, he had his own fucking island. Yeah. D- yeah, yeah I mean, he, he had so much what money. What did he do? How, how did he get this money? Uh, there's always, like, questions okay. about that, but, too. I, I mean, think he managed hedge funds and whatever. Okay, and okay. Like so it's an investment banker type shit? Supposedly. Okay. But there's also a, a lot of controversy behind that, too, because he's gotten gifts from people and right, all kinds right, of, you know. Right. So there's well, that's, but, I, but I think that part of that is supposed to be, like, he sort of has dirt on all these people. Absolutely. But then who, who, I think the tough time, I, I don't have a tough time believing that these people have done shitty things. I think what has surprised me is how stupid 
they were about doing because there appears to just be so much fucking evidence and then you know people just keep dying <laughs> like every time something Dude. happens and it gets closer like people just get so like hillary bill i don't know shit about fuck we're just trying to make jokes here uh because <laughs> <laughs> there was somebody on that list that i do not believe at all but the uh, like they had michael jackson on there and i'm like young girls aren't michael jackson <laughs> <laughs> who said it was just young girls you, you're not wrong but from everybody else they said it was all young girls and i'm don't like don't you climb trees i like don't you I'm like why y'all fucking with michael <laughs> but i don't think michael went to the island i think they had him at his house in palm beach uh, oh, okay, uh at okay. epstein's house in palm beach but but again like this dude is just hobnobbing with everybody yeah, the king of pop and it's like everybody president. and it seems like Everybody wants to hang with this guy, dude. And then the, the, the fucking uh, uh, was it Charles that was hanging the, with him all the time? The the, the whatever what the is fucking he? I don't even prince, know. A half king one, prince, whatever the fuck uh, that, was. Me, I don't yeah. even know what he is, bro. He's, was it was, was it was it him or was it was it, was it his kids? I don't know. Oh no, fuck. I didn't. I, I don't even know. Yeah, you're right. I didn't. No, 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 I, I didn't, it was Charles. I didn't study the list. It could have been. I thought it was Charles. Uh, but yeah, he got not the one He's who's king, king now. Right? No, no, not no the other one, the one who's gotten ousted. Uh, 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 what's the guy's name who got pushed to the side? I don't. They took his royal duties away because all this shit's been coming out. I don't know, but anyway, but he's on. He's, it. Still, like, he's still living a good life. But like royalties hanging out <laughs> with you, yeah, you're That's not wrong. That's what I'm bro. saying, dude. Like this dude has got. I don't know, man. Like he's he's like the ultimate fucking hang. Fuck, man. It, shit, dude. Hey, yeah, I can't get past that shit, man. The the that that whole like story is so fucking fascinating. And then, like you said, how do so many people just fall for? It? I you know call it fall for it. I guess all have the same appetite for the same fucked up thing. I I, I don't even know how to right. fucking word that. Man. And and not for nothing, right? So like that was so. I I think that we focus on the sort of the underage girl thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and which. I'm sure plenty of, of of guys took you know partook in. Was that was that all right? There had to be other shit. He had an island, bro. Like there's probably all kind of shit going in on there, <laughs> dude. There's probably all kind of oh, shit going on there, man. And- yeah, like there's there's probably I'm sure I'm sure there's adult women there as well. Like he probably had the whole shit I'm going sure. on. Yeah, I'm bro. sure, like you said, it's a private island. It's it's rich. You know, it's billionaires. Yeah, because you gotta. So you gotta figure there's 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 some guys that go there that go like, nah man, I'm not really into these young chicks. You got any you got any like fucking at least you know twenty five year olds yeah. going on in here? And he goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's in the other wing. It's it's in our retirement community <laughs> on the island. <laughs> the right, other wing. Think, it's like they weren't they, they I'm sure they weren't all into young chicks, right? It's just like but as but as men, right? Like you, if if you see, I don't know, a, a, a beautiful. If if you're 50 years old and you see a beautiful woman at 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 25, like she's beautiful, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's going like, oh, she's 25 until until you have to talk to her. Yeah, then you're like, oh, then it's like, oh yeah, you're young. It's a like, good thing I'm leaving this island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm out of here. Tomorrow. And you're not <laughs> ever, ever. That's fucked up. <laughs> really we need is, to man. we need to move. Has on. anybody checked on this island? Are these girls free? <laughs> Imagine they're like Who's, still there. Like what the fuck? Yeah, who owns the island yeah, now? Yo, the plane hasn't been back in a while. Where's Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs> the internet's been down for three years. <laughs> we don't know what's up. <laughs> Let me tell you who you don't want to hang with. Uh, <laughs> fucking Cat Williams. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That motherfucker angry. Sharp, I think Shannon Sharp learned the hard way. <laughs> Yo, did, all right. I think there's a list shorter of who didn't get the smoke from Cat Williams. I think we can come up with that list. Uh, fuck, man. Fuck, he bro. was going in. Dude. Oh, everybody. Dude, bro. you know what he said? So, so I'm still listening to the interview. Um, but if you guys listen to, you know, go on whatever your, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever's on there. Um, Spotify. Spotify I, that's right. Um I'm on the first. There's two episodes of, break, of this of this interview. Break that shit. Into I guess so. Two parts. Um, and and like the first like 45 minutes is when he's going in. On, okay. And, and now again, that, that, I, I think I've, I'm I'm probably like an hour ten in. Um, but the first 45 minutes is is him is him going in on on the comedians, the well known comedians, the Steve Harveys, the Kevin Hart's, the dude. But he made this statement, and I go like, fuck, man, that's true. He goes, Ricky Smiley and um, 
who's uh Medea? What's what's oh what's Tyler the, Perry? Tyler Perry. Yeah, he's like they only play good women. Ricky Smiley is a dude that always he his that his his like claim um, claim to fame character is him as like a grandmother, and he plays like this good grandmother. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tyler Perry, dude, I haven't seen, his memorable ro- roles are all as a woman. Ah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that Martin tried to get him to dress up in that Big Mama's house thing. Oh, I didn't say, see that. I, yeah, I, I he was, that he was saying that Martin, you know, he had promised Martin he would do a movie with him, but then when he got the script, it was him dressed up as a chick with him and Big Mama's house. So it was supposed to be two Ooh, of them. Oh, okay. And he goes like, yo, but he why the fuck know. do I have to dress up as a chick to right. do a movie? And so he refused. Yeah. And so, yeah, to your point, he was saying like even Martin's biggest movie is Big Mama's house. Is that right? Is that his biggest movie? I, mean, I, I, guess I would think, I would Bad, think Boy. Bad Boy. Well, yeah. other than Bad Boy, but I guess his leading, you know, whatever. Yeah, no, no, true. I mean, I, I, I can think of a couple of other movies that think he was in. Think of another movie. But yeah, like Blue Streak I Blue, love. Yeah. But and I guess Big Mama's House would be, maybe financially would be the biggest movie he's ever done, other than Bad Boys, obviously. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was there was two parts of that, right? The Big Mama's House? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and he went on the whole tangent about, you know, why they, or... The fact that they gave him that or would do that, and he just refused yeah. to do it. He's like, "Can I just be a regular dude? Like, I just want to be a dude." And yeah. they wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. And then the other thing was, um, you know, he mentioned that some of uh, that uh, Cedric the Entertainer stole some of his jokes. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and and what's funny, man? I saw I saw a clip this week, and it was Bernie Mac, God rest his soul, um, and it was during the Kings of Comedy. Yeah. And, but it was a backstage clip where Bernie's going, "Yo." I don't do comedy in front of any other comedians because they will steal your shit and then you will see it on HBO. Yeah. I mean, like he's like, unless, unless I do it first in like that public setting, if you do it like at the comedy club or you do it as something that's not, that's not recorded and not televised. He's like other comedians will come in and steal your shit almost verbatim. And he's saying, it's funny, man, it's like this clip and he's in a room of people and they got the camera on him and he's not fucking, he's not joking and he's not, and other people around him are kind of laughing because he's just kind of a funny guy yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. The way his mannerisms, the way he talks. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But he, he makes this statement and, it, and and I was like, yo, that's exactly what Cat Williams is talking about. Fucking legend, bro. Dude, but that's a thing kind of in the comedy community in general, but there are, there are people that get blackballed. Like if you look up Carlos Mencia, yeah. he is like. I mean, almost universally what did he do? hated. Yeah, he stole what? jokes. Oh, he did. Okay. So it is known that he's like, or I should say, it, yeah, the, 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 the consensus is that it, within the communities that he has stolen plenty of jokes from people. And so everyone just hates him. And he's one of those guys that people are. So if you look at Carlos Mencia, who at one point was massive, he's back to doing like clubs now, like, like small club. Oh, wow. and, doing, and, and can't get a lot of big name acts to do stuff with him because the allegations have been is that he's stolen jokes from people like and going back to like he, the 90s and he got now, big he blew up yeah he big got, time. He got and they were saying to your point that people would go to the comedy store or do these small gigs where they're working out material and then suddenly carlos mencia is doing it on um i, forget, I don't know if he, he it wasn't comedy central no but he had but like, doing whatever it on hbo what he was doing on hbo yeah yeah and, and carlos and then blew up and then they were saying that all his jokes are essentially stolen not listen i i don't know yeah, yeah, there yeah. are a lot of examples if you just google carlos mencia joke stolen i mean everyone from joe rogan to you know I, I, whoever name any comedian is like has got beef with carlos mencia oh wow and and i like the fact he's been on podcasts lately and people have called him out and he's had those conversations with people and he tries to defend it um because there is what does he say thing. what is his defense his defense is that he didn't steal them that that there's oh, like really? there's there's a parallel thought pattern in and i do understand that point but just, i think with him it's too coincidental it, i was gonna there's say there's just too many very, of them. right yeah yeah it's like you're gonna have one or two it's like he i i think the allegation with him is that there are so many that are so similar and so almost verbatim and so that's been the knock um but you know to, to, to going back to what you're saying that that is something that's well known but i also think there is a parallel thought pattern of of a lot of things because the idea is almost always to take uh i don't know a story a thought or whatever and go like how do you almost counterculture this thing like 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 we, you know we, we do with the epstein thing it's like yeah that's a fucked up story of that uh, of this horrific thing that happened to these little girls but somewhere in there there's something funny right yeah. and <clears throat> and you're gonna come up with the same thing as somebody else right like there's just there's just only so many ideas 
And then the people who do come up with the one that you would have never thought of are the guys who just blow up, right? Like, but so you will have that. You will have these star, the, these these parallel thoughts. But yeah, I, I think it is known, especially in at those times where you didn't have the YouTube and you didn't have the IGs and you didn't have the where people are sort of first to put out the joke, which is why these guys tore. You know, now they'll you know the the cycle is like a year, and then they put out a special, and then they you know retire those jokes. And then they work on new material again, but they're working on this new material at, at in these small clubs yep. and they're, you know, five minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time to work up to that hour. And you have to have trust that the people you're working it out in front of aren't going to steal your jokes. I think sort of the community keeps itself in check now and the social media does, but I'm sure, pretty sure back then you didn't have that. You didn't have the... Yeah, no, no, no. You didn't. I mean, there was no internet. Dude, you think about, there's guys from that era um, who, do you think about Jay Leno, never had a special. Jay Leno doesn't have a special because he wants to be able to keep doing the shit he does at his clubs all the time. And so if he airs it, now he needs a whole new hour of material or two hours or whatever he comes up with. Oh. Jay Leno's been touring with the same shit for 20, 30, 40 years, whatever he's been doing comedy now. Yeah. Funny guy, hilarious, but he will not do a special. And it's a lot of it has to do with like, first off, he just doesn't want to, I think, come have to come up with new material all the time. I'm sure he does, but I think he's just, why do it when you can get paid for the same yeah, like like you, like you said, if you gotta if you gotta take um you know take what you did on on the last special and kind of throw it all away, dude. But think about you know as as great as this era is, the the downside to it if you're a comic and the pressure and this is why I give so much respect to the guys that blow up now and do you know have multiple you know like a Kevin Hart. You can call Kevin Hart a plant, which is what Cat Williams did. Yeah, call him a plant, call him a thing and that. Now is the is the is the whole plant thing is that is that in relation to like somebody planting him there? Yeah. What, what, what does that mean? What does it mean? The plant? This, essentially, that the industry sort of handpicked him and put That's him out there I mean. and set him up to succeed, kind of thing, right? I don't buy into the whole industry plant thing because, like, who the fuck plants you, bro? And then who, like, you have to have talent, you have bro. to have talent. You have I I think the whole industry plant thing comes from people who don't have talent who are just kind of bitter. Like, or people who are just, maybe you do have talent uh, and then you just didn't get those opportunities that you wanted and you feel like someone did who was undeserving. And there's a lot of luck involved in this shit, man. Like there is yeah, like, yeah. right but, place, right time. But dude, the, what industry is not like that? Man? Every single like, one, I mean, it's every fucking, you know, I, I tell my kids that all the time. I go, yo, so, you know, they, there is, you know, there there is value in knowledge, but there is more value in your network. Absolutely, bro. And, and this is where like, Again, like the 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 Kevin Hart thing, it's like you can get lucky once and you can put out a special and and you know and it could kill and you get super famous. Kevin Hart has four, you know, specials that we can quote almost verbatim, most of us, or or if I say all right, all right, everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? Like it's just you that that is material that he's come up with. Now he's had to do it in this era where he has to do that and then do it every single year because now that special's out, those jokes are out, and he's got... Right. And so, like, I have so much respect for these guys now, whereas during those Kings of Comedy days, you know, like a Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac and all these guys could tour off the same material for 10 years you, because you didn't have this YouTube cycle. You didn't have this... Instant, you weren't right, worried about right. people leaking your jokes. Now, again, like, Sebastian and these guys are like, Joe Rogan, you got to come up with an hour and then you have to toss it and then you have to hope to come up with another good hour. And comedians, to me, I, I, I compare this a lot to music. Everyone's first special is usually amazing because it's the one that took your whole life to write. Right. It's the one where you might talk about your childhood, your thing, your thing, everything, it's and that, all that shit. It's like music. It's like music, bro. It's that first album. Nothing right. ever slaps like a musician's first album. And then after that, bro, to keep doing it and have that longevity, it's really fucking hard, bro. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, so I understand why they're sensitive about that shit. There, there was two things that he said that made me laugh. Well, the first thing was he said, he claims that Steve Harvey has a hairpiece. So funny. Right? So, so just the picture of Steve Harvey without, without his perfect hair is fucking hilarious. The other thing he goes, he says, Cedric the Entertainer, he, he, was, he was telling uh, Shannon Sharp, he's like, he's sitting over here looking like a walrus. When he <laughs> gotta fuck with Cedric, yo, and then he called me. He called me Steve Harvey, Mr. Potato Head. Or was it him? Maybe I'm just thinking that. <laughs> Maybe he did. What? I don't remember. Also, man. leave that man alone, bro. The hair looks dope. Why you gotta fuck with his hair, man? And oh, and, man. and he's great on Family Feud, dude. I, why? Why do you? I mean, I have 
my own theory of what I think. Cat Williams has been taking shots at people forever. Um, yeah, I mean, and I'm not, not saying he's right or wrong or whatever, but he's just been doing this for a long time. But he's also doing this out of nowhere. No, I shouldn't say out of nowhere right now. He's gotten real aggressive with this shit right now. I mean, why do you think that is? I don't know, man, because I, I think that he has a level of success that most people would be proud of. So to me, he's got no reason to take all the shots to be a hater. Um, but I but I have so listening, you know, listening to him in this interview and, and listening to stories about his childhood, um, he seems to at least through his own description, he seems to despise liars. And so it's almost like if you said something that wasn't true and I know and, and like he knows that's just not true. Then, then, like it's almost like you're dead to me. But isn't this the guy that said he read like ten thousand books by the time he was like seven or whatever? Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, when he said that line, it is something crazy. It's something like ten thousand books a year or something. You know, it's something crazy. It's, cra- something, yeah. it's something ridiculous. It's where, something where he's lying like, about. <laughs> where, where, where I'm like, no, no fucking way, no. Um, and it wasn't. I don't know, three thousand books, whatever, whatever his thing. It was something, was something really ridiculous yeah. at a at a really early age. But apparently, at least according to him. He was he was sort of like this 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 child prodigy, just just a smart kid. Like, and then ends up leaving his house and being on his own since he was like thirteen. Yeah, which again, brilliant comedic. I mean, yeah, Cat yeah, Williams yeah. again has specials that are quotable that are like we do shit of mm-hmm. his all the time. I mean, you did one. I earlier. just did one. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, don't you climb trees is a Cat Williams line that will yep. forever be funny. I, I love his comedy. I just funny man. He came out. The first thing I thought of when I kept seeing the shit go viral, I go, "Oh, he must be going on tour soon." Like I just immediately Ooh. default to you're going. Yeah, you're, and you're like, trying to and ramp like, up. And like you're kind of in that. You don't know. You've been in that community. Um. So yeah, yeah. I could. I can see. That. I just. I think. And we sort of do this here. And I know we do this at a very super micro level. But I just everyone is doing things now for the content, and then attention is like the biggest currency you can Absolutely. possibly have at the moment. And so like. Dude, you're that, trying to that, grab it. That'll be forever, bro. No, bro. First off, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp, uh, uh, you know his podcast, which was already big amongst probably sports fans, and and you know, but now this just takes a whole nother level. The Club Shay Shay thing's always been good. This just take it to another level. And then now I go. Cat Williams announces a tour this week or next week, and tickets start selling really fucking fast because of yeah. this. Oh yeah. So I just assume like, oh, you're going to something's coming because you're yeah, of course, man. There's like, Cat Williams is a smart guy, man. You're not just going on there to talk shit to talk shit. Like maybe you are, but like to your point, if he's not bitter and he's he's done well for himself, maybe he hasn't done as well as he thinks he has deserved. Considering you know he he sounds like a guy who feels like he did it quote unquote the right way and right. sell himself out, and he's not getting the accolades I guess that those guys would get. But if he's if he's content with his life, then why bother? Yeah. Right. And so you're, you know, I, so then I just go to, okay, man, if you are content with your life, then you're about to go on tour and you're trying to sell tickets. Like, yeah. And, and I'm sure, listen, Cat Williams doesn't have trouble selling out, but. But I was going to say, man, like, you know, he's probably no different than the rest of us no. where, where even if you achieve a certain level of, of success, there are times when you look around and you see people that you go, that you maybe you think are perhaps less deserving. And you go, why am I not there? Like I'm better than them. Oh, for sure. I mean, I you know what that I mean. Time, That's what I'm bro. saying. And, and, and I think that so, so like he's even you know if he's having those thoughts and then and then he has these platforms. We're only hearing about it from him. But if you look at most people, man, you hear that shit from you hear that shit in the barbershop. Yeah. You hear that shit at you know at at the in the break room. You hear you know you hear that kind of shit around when you see um, people around you maybe getting things that you think that they don't deserve or. You know, you know, or somebody thinks they don't deserve. Dude, I I would say I do that um, almost even to myself. Like I critique a version of myself that I got to that I thought I wanted and then it found out like it still wasn't enough for me. And so I know like for me, there's like an ever moving goalpost that I'm never going to be satisfied with. I probably need to talk to a therapist about it, but it's like you think <laughs> you want this thing and then you get there and, and then I'm like it's super not critical as good. of myself. It's never is, not, bro. Not as good as you think it and is. And I don't know, bro. maybe you need that. Maybe you just need that fuel or maybe, I don't know, man. Like I, No, man, we should be fucking, we should be looking at that and going like, it doesn't matter that I reach that because when I get there, it's not, it's not the, it's not reaching that, that plateau. It's the journey. Like that's the fucking right. the, the the it's the it's the it's the 
it's the journey to get wherever you're going. Um, we were talking about this shit with my kids uh, recently, and it was uh, in, a, in a, a different environment, but it was like for Christmas. And and I had told them when we were shopping, so they were doing shopping for for like each other and for their mom, right? And we're out, and, and I'm going like, guys, like, and this is this is the fun part. When Christmas gets here, like it gets here, and then it's fucking over. I go. It's all the time leading up to it, to where it's the buildup. Mm. It's the it's the seeing the decorations. It's it's the decorating, and then seeing the the neighborhood decorations, and then go you know you know going out shopping and trying to find the right gift. And I was like, that's the fun part about Christmas, man. It's the journey to Christmas. It's not the day. The day gets here, and then and then you might go, oh man, I got this thing that I hope so and so really likes, and then you get. Hopefully you get the right reaction and you're just like, yeah, fucking nailed it. And then that's it. It's over, man. Yeah. It, everything is the journey, everything bro. Is the journey. Everything really is the is. fucking journey. Yeah, yeah. I don't have, and maybe I, I, my personality, I don't have that like um, satisfaction that I get from like an end result. I think I want it. Yeah, but I, I it's like I like. Then yeah. when you get there, it feels it feels the same. Right, it's the process of getting there. I like I like that. Yeah, yeah. It, and I I don't know, man. We're all like that, I guess, to an extent. But fucking cat <laughs> dude is gonna be giving us um, sound bites for the next week, <laughs> and the memes have been fantastic. So thank you, cat man. I, I do. I want to talk about the the at least the legal sugar daddies and threesomes and open relationships you had. Oh yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. So um, switching gears here, people. Um, there are some cities in the U.S. that are great for sugar for getting a sugar daddy. So listen up, ladies. Dead. And I know Orlando's probably up there. Actually, man, I only have a top five for the cities for sugar daddy. It used to Orlando used to be one. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. Maybe I'm just making that shit. They're not. They're not in the top five right now, man. It's uh, New York, Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta. Okay, and um, and L.A. Now, is Atlanta? Is it? Is it? Um, sugar dad, like guys getting sugar daddy guys. How's Atlanta? Are we still talking about? We still talking about guys getting girls? I I think, but I don't. You know what? That's a good, that's a great point. Are you still a sugar daddy? If it's, I'm guessing you are, right? If I think you still are, but even if it's a guy. Yeah. Because if you're a woman, wait, I guess if you're a woman. I, no, it, it, it should work both ways. Yeah, yeah, but we don't call her sugar daddy. <laughs> just, oh, you mean like if, if you're a guy getting a woman? If you're a woman who's like taking care of a younger guy. Of a younger guy. guy. Yeah. What do you call, what do you call that? Sugar mama? Yeah, I guess it would be, right? right? A sugar mama. Yeah, sugar, yeah, it has yeah, to yeah. be, right? But so this is strictly sugar daddy. This is Sugar Daddy. Okay. So New York, Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, and LA. Now, switching over to... No surprises. Cities, best cities for threesomes and open relationships. Okay. New York, LA, Houston, hmm. Chicago. That one's surprising. Vegas. Not surprised. Dallas, San Antonio. Phoenix, Miami, and Philly. Yo, Texas is wild. I was just gonna bro. say, what, what the, the fuck is out happening out of the in top ten? San Antonio, three places in Texas, bro. Three major cities in Texas: yeah, Houston, you got Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio. Now, San Antonio is where you go if you want them on the big side, right? <laughs> I've never been. I don't know. I thought I thought it was all fat chicks in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> that thought that's what Charles Barkley said. I'm going with it. <laughs> they all they got the women yama. Dude, the okay, so this is for threesomes, you said, and open relationships. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine having to disappoint two women. So <laughs> to fuck, bro, kudos to these guys. <laughs> oh man. Hot. Oh fuck. It's funny. I was listening to a radio station this morning and they were talking about the whole um thruple thing it was so it was like open, it wasn't so much an open relationship it was like a three-way relationship it was okay. uh, two girls and a guy and the, it was a girl's idea to add another girl okay um i don't know and they were just going about the whole thing like they all live together and then now, i wonder this so like i wonder how, how does that work so the, does the girl does the girl suggest adding another girl because she also wants yeah. to have sex with the other in girl in this scenario the girls into girls Okay. And she was like, the guy knew that going into the relationship. Yep. And then I guess at some point it came up and then, I don't know, I guess she picked a girl and he had to approve. And then it turned into like a whole three-way thing. Oh, shit. 
I mean, I guess if it works. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I to each their own, bro. Yeah. I, I, to each their own. I'm just saying. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to live in like you. Know, you ever remember that? Remember that show on? Uh, I think it was on HBO. It was. It was about the um, the polygamists. Mm-hmm. Something in Utah. Uh, big fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> Mormons big, gone wild. Big something. Uh, uh, big. Big love. Was it big love? Is it big love? I want to say it's big love. Are you sure? That's I could not be a, wrong. That's not a dating show for black <laughs> <bad> people. <laughs> it's in San Antonio. That's, it's based in San Antonio. <laughs> no, I think it was called Big Love, bro. So I, that situation I thought was better. So the guy, that, like, like the main character, I think he has like three wives. Yeah. But they, so he essentially, the, the guy makes a lot, a lot of money. And so he owns, say, like three houses like next to each other. And then he switches daily or weekly or whatever the schedule is. Like he stays at one house oh. and then the other, the other. But the, but, but the three women all kind of work together to raise the kids. And, you know, they like, they have, they share their, their, their property. So the kids kind of go in between houses and whatever. And the dude. That shit sounds goes, stressful. It goes in between. But, you know, so, so you, you're, you're with a different person weekly or daily whatever the hell the schedule yeah whatever the schedule is the rotation is i don't is. know if they, if it would work if if they're all in the same house well that uh, bro again <laughs> it's a tough enough time you, you i mean just think about like just cuz i think guys hear this shit and it, and all they think about is like the sex the sex yeah. yeah because we're stupid but you have to take a step back and go Nah, I got to deal with all the bad shit too. Times yeah. two. Yeah, and bro, like I said, I'm I'm not secure enough to handle this. I'm already disappointing one. I can't think about that. I got to disappoint both of y'all on a daily basis. <laughs> I'd be like, that's too much pressure. Come get some of this mediocre dick. Come get this mediocre dick. <laughs> now I gotta promise two of y'all mediocre dick. No, I'm out. I don't need that kind of stress in my life. <laughs> And nope, that shit sounds stressful. Bro, just think about all the arguments you have, all the disagreements, all this times two. Mm-mm. It's just, no. And then I would imagine, I, I would imagine, you know, like if, if you argue with one and then you get, and, then, and you're probably going over to the next house and complaining about that one that you just argued with. Yeah. But then, you know, a week or two from now, you're just doing the opposite. You're complaining about the other one. To one of the, to one to of the, the other, other chick. To the one that was mad last week. Can you talk to Becky? Triple <laughs> Tell her to stop making that meatloaf. <laughs> just, I just, I, I can't even fucking like. I don't know. That shit just sounds stressful, bro. <laughs> I'm like, nope. Yeah. The I, and now the open relationship part is, I guess that that's like you kind of. I guess you just you got to you're do whatever able you to want. Do whatever well, I you guess want. That, that means you have a main, and then you can, I guess, have sex with whoever you want to. Right, I'm, I'm guessing that's what the open thing means. I don't know, or is o- it open for me? Just means like I don't know, fucking whatever. I mean, unless like you said, you, unless you have you have a main a main person, and then you guys so are allowed you have to have to sex. Still, but you got to kind of run shit by the other one. You can't be like sneaking around again. I don't, bro. Uh, yeah, my ego can't shit, handle that shit. Shit bro. seems stressful, bro. It seems super stressful because again, guys think about this shit, and we think about all oh, the fun I can have. Right. What about when <laughs> she come home late one night? And then you gotta follow, and you no, bro. I yeah, gotta ask no, questions. I gotta think no, about who you've been with. I gotta worry about somebody fucking up my fit. No, man. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I gotta worry about when you don't want to have sex and like, oh, is is it because she fucking yeah, because she you, banged yeah. no boy so last boy, <laughs> Is mine no good anymore? <laughs> like, are you going back to Tyrone House? <laughs> I knew it again, <laughs> again. <laughs> no, bro. Fuck no. <laughs> stay over there, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time you leave, you stay over there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those things that sounds fun in theory. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, fuck that. Dude, did you see this? Uh, the, the, the guy in, uh, in Vegas that fucking jumped over at the judge? Oh, that was in Vegas, bro? That was in Vegas. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. It was in Nevada. I don't know if it was in Vegas. No, no, no. I didn't realize it was even in Nevada. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the video. It was not in Florida. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw the video and I just assumed it was the Titans offensive line. 
it's just replays of fucking Will Levis getting there. <laughs> that was a it was a judge. <laughs> <laughs> the judge's fucking podium was the offensive line. Bro, the, that, so what? My man got air though. We got to give him credit, bro. Dude was like a good six feet off the ground, vert like yeah. Superman. Well, I, well, I did because I was trying to size up the the. So, so for those of you, that I'm assuming seen, it's one of those tall like. It wasn't. So it's probably like up to you, like like your chest. Okay, that's still, still high, though, bro. Still, he sailed over that. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, bro, but like whole body. Like, get my man in Paris yeah. for the summer, bro. He gonna, <laughs> you gotta give him the Olympics, bro. <laughs> like, you want you want to get some commute off your sentence? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we gonna need you to medal in one of these games, <laughs> dude. That shit was impressive, bro. So I think most of the, and I'm sure most of you have probably seen it on social media. Um, the guy jumps across and attacks a judge, and then and then the security kind of takes him and and yeah. puts him in check, but not not before he gets a few licks on the judge. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, I, by the way, she must be hated because I think the security guard wanted her to get hit because that motherfucker was so slow, <laughs> bro. The guy's in the air, and you just see him look like you see him running. His eyes are like, oh shit, he coming. He doesn't even make a move to stop the guy. The guy dives, lands on the girl, and then he's like, oh fuck, I better pull this guy off. <laughs> At no point did anyone like jump in the way or try. Dude, that's a long way to run and then dive and then do the. Yeah, like everybody knew that this dude that was he was coming. To the judge. Or his forty time is impressive. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Like my the, man run a four my one man two. Four one two. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this guy a scholarship, <laughs> dude. So what I did not see. So initially, like the, the the clip that's out there is just this guy sailing over the judges. Uh, is that is, is it called a a pulpit a podium? What is that shit called? I don't know. Man, that's a great uh, judge's desk. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you call that thing? There is a name for there it. There is. Uh, I went to public school, bro. I don't know. So. So anyway, that's the clip that's out there. Um, he shows him, you know, sailing over, friggin' attacking her, and then he gets, you know, then then he gets wrapped up by the by like two like security guards or whatever. Now, what you don't see in most of the clips is before that, he's making a plea. So this is the judge is about to hand down the sentence. Uh. He makes a plea to her, and dude, the guy sounds legit. And coherent, and he basically is like, "Listen, like I'm, I made some mistakes. Um, I'm not on drugs anymore. I've recently <laughs> found out that you know I had I had mental illness, and I'm I'm taking care of that. And I have a support system. And you know, judge, like you can, you know, I know you got to do what you got to do, but I'm but I'm asking you, like, you know, don't send me to jail because you know I have all these sort of positive things going on. Okay. And what was what was the charge? I don't know. But, okay. But. When after he says that, the judge goes, "Listen," and I'm and I'm paraphrasing here, but she basically goes, "Listen, you got, you know, felony after felony. It's like it's like you know, um, assault and and robberies and you know, it's just like his rap sheet is a fucking mile long. Uh, okay. So so then she goes, "I think you I think you need something different." And then you hear him in the back go, nah, fuck this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Just before he fucking takes off, bro. (laughs) I gotta watch the whole clip now. You gotta go watch it. If you guys have not seen this, you gotta go watch it because he when when I'm watching that, I'm looking at this guy and I go like, yo, if I'm the judge, I'm probably going. Fuck man, maybe this guy needs one more chance. Dude, you know, we we're gonna get the soundboard for the pot at some point in time. <laughs> that guy saying fuck this bitch has to be one of the <laughs> I haven't even heard it and I want it. He goes, he goes, he 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 goes, nah, fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing you see, because the camera's on the judge, and then you just see this guy sailing over and she tries to dodge him. But his arm grabs her and then like pulls pulls her towards him, and he no he gets some shots. He clearly got her. some shots. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He ran. He dove. He has to get his composure once he dives because you're diving. You you know you're 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 like you're not in the position to start swinging right. No. So then you got to get up. <clears throat> you got you got to wind up. <laughs> you gotta, Bro, you know, the security guard moved dumb slow. Not fun. Yo, how we doing on time, bro? <laughs> Coincidentally, that's what I said when she said she wanted an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> With who, Tyrone? With Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck this bitch. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> That I was playing fucking who sings better called Tyrone. Uh is that Erica Badu? Is that Erica Badu on repeat? We <laughs> 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 right at an hour. <laughs> what you want to finish with, bro? Oh my god. <laughs> we beat this fucking judge. <laughs> oh man. We oh dude, I guess if we're talking about uh uh fucking relationships and guys being have you seen this whole AI girlfriend thing? No. Oh, oh, this is so fascinating, bro. There are, uh, obviously, everything is being AI'd now, but there are apps and things you can download and you can create an AI girlfriend. And so you, you give it prompts and it's basically you design like your perfect woman. Okay, so hold on. So this is like on the computer? Yeah, yeah, or on your phone. It's an application. Okay, okay, okay. And so you design it and it's like, a, and you've seen the pictures of these AI women. They look real. They look like, real. It doesn't yeah, look yeah, like yeah. a cartoon or whatever. It looks like a real woman, like it'll design. And I don't know how this one works or how, but anyway, so you're sitting in there and you're putting in everything from like how you want her to look to how you want her personality to be to da da da. And then you interact with this thing. And so you're on your sure. phone and you're like chatting and it chats back and it will randomly like send you pics. And send you conversation pieces, and then you would talk to it, and so it's like literally like having a girlfriend that you'll never. Be. So it's like Man Tail was way ahead of his time. Like you, <laughs> you'd be like that. You have a girl you never met, you're never gonna see. Isn't real. You're just sitting there, just talking forever. And then uh, I, I guess it's like dudes are becoming obsessive. <laughs> are becoming obsessive over this. Uh, to the point where it's like, caught, like it's putting strain on relationships. Like there's, there's like this woman this week who like filed for divorce because she was saying her husband was like obsessed with like the AI girlfriend he had created on his phone. And Dude, can you be mad? I mean, like I don't know, man. If can you can be you mad be at an mad AI at girlfriend? That? I think in 2024 you can. I guess if, like are you, fuck, man, is that grounds for breakup? Like if you go, nah, like I created this thing. Like look, like, it's not a real person. Here, you, you can fucking talk to it. Look here. Yeah, take like take take my phone. You should be like the AI girlfriend's like, nah, fuck this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Give him his phone back. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, so then so so it's just a so it's just an app. It's it's, just an app. app. And it's and it's yeah, yeah. Oh, but you can say how you want her to look too. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Yo, can can you okay, yeah, 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 there you go. That's that's why, bro. So but so if you're a single guy and you have that, you're just a creep, right? You're just weird. And but if you have a a wife or you just experiment a girlfriend, or you just experiment. You're like, yo, let me design her. And maybe it's helping in your search. Uh but can you imagine if your AI girlfriend I don't know. There's two ways to go about this. If she looks the total opposite of your current girlfriend or right. wife or whatever, then you're like, ah, oh, it's variety. I already got one of you. Right. You know, so like maybe that could be flattering. Or what if she looks exactly like the one you're with, but except, you changed her features? fixed. Yeah, fixed. <laughs> like, this is, like, these are the enhancements. <laughs> this is you with some software <laughs> updates. <laughs> no, baby, this is you 2.0. The new firmware. <laughs> Maybe some hardware. <laughs> and dudes would do that shit too, bro. <laughs> Fucking hey, bro. Like, this is you with a smaller forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but on the flip side of that, and women probably wouldn't do this because uh, they're just not as fucked up as we are in that sense. But I don't know, maybe nah, they would. Because then you have a thing that would too, sweet bro. talk you. No, they are, but I think in a different way. Like they would go about it in a different way. So like I, I don't know if because again, they're not I, I guess visually as uh um stimulators we are, right? Like you gotta get to them mentally. So I think it's women would create like a guy who would talk to them probably uh, through AI. Talk and listen, uh, yeah, talk, be understanding. Yeah, oh, you do, no, the women AI thing would just sit there and not say a fucking word. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> it's just like I just want to create a guy that would be like, yes. It would just be a guy with big ass ears. Just <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and then every couple of minutes he just goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand how you feel. And then it just silence <laughs> for 16 more minutes while she goes. <laughs> and then inevitably he goes, we should go shower. <laughs> it's almost time for bed. <laughs> no, let's go shopping. Let's go, sh- let's go shoe shopping. 
like the disparity would be so different, bro. How we would design it and how how women would. Design but dude, I think I think girls would would do the same. They they would. I think they would design uh, uh you know the at least visually what they think is pleasing. All right, bro. So you go home and your wife has uh, an AI boyfriend created. Okay. How do we feel about this? Are you checking? Do you want to know what he looks like? Sounds like what he talks about. Are you curious? I guess if I if if I guess if I knew about it, yeah, I would I would ask. Yeah. I would ask to see it. And then yeah, and then so like if it looks nothing like me, right? Then 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 you go, Yeah, okay, so is that what you want? Yeah. But you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. The, the conversation is like No, it's it's the same, I guess. Yeah. Because what if she's like, no, no, I have one of you though, but if I, you know, this is what I would have if I didn't have you. And you know, some kind of justification. Like, yeah, I, you know what? I, I think that would get into one of these things where I go like, "Oh, well, that looks like fun." Then let me let me go create mine. So you just be petty, and then you would create your own, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think so, man, because I, I don't know. I think I think you would probably you would probably want to see like, okay, well, I want I want to see I want to see what that's like. Oh, what like, creating like, like, it is like? No, yeah, like I want to see what you went through and then what you're making. You know, to to sort of tailor to your needs, I want to do that too. Let me go see what that's like. So be fascinating, man. Because like, what would you input for certain things? Like, like I'm trying to think of like must have, have like to, yeah yeah I, have, I, have I don't see, know. I have yeah. to see the app, man. Like I don't know. Like what do I have to choose from? Because AI is completely open, right? So yeah. you would be like, like the fact I I was giving this guy credit. Like the one the story that I saw that was like he was uh he was talking to it more than he was talking to his wife. Or they were talking, well, and yeah. then of course, yeah, was, he was getting the proper responses. No, I was surprised he let it respond at all. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "No, no, no, baby, look, no, no, no. it's just all me talking." Yes, yeah, <laughs> she's mute <laughs> and blind. And <laughs> it's Helen Keller. She doesn't even know. <laughs> Four point <laughs> And then your wife tossing your phone over. Nah, fuck this bitch. <laughs> Yo, and on that, tell them where they can find us. In hell. <laughs> Besides that. Besides that. So before you get there, you can follow us at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on IG. On uh, at Carbon Footprint Podcast on TikTok, uh, the Carbon Footprint Podcast on YouTube and Facebook, and all your favorite audio platforms. Uh, you know, the Apple Podcast, Spotify, the Google Podcast, YouTube Music, Audible, Amazon, all of it. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you guys follow us on there. I think we'll, we'll start dropping some stories and some behind the scenes stuff. Maybe us like making the drink the day of or oh, like doing some stories and stuff. So if you're not following us, you only get to see those like once and then they go away. So uh, yeah, hit us up on there so you guys can eventually start seeing us do uh, stupid shit in the background. <laughs> like, and as always, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Hey. Bye.